within a bleak and dismal era, hidden within the murky internet, lies the headquarters of the most sinister geeks of all time. A legion on Zoom. Excellent. Now to destroy the super friends one by one. <laughs> Ain't no done yet, me strongest man in world. The green light will be extinguished, and there will be left a new core, Sinestro. <laughs> you think there'll ever be enough recording of us that they can simulate us in the future, like create an a LOZ AI? Yo, I'm pretty sure they can do that already, man, wow. right now. Like, isn't there like, the news that Google says, well, some person on Google said that there's an AI that's sentient. I'm sure that sentient AI can fucking recreate us from all our videos. They have access to our chat, too. It's like, man. Yo, as long as Ezra's out there fucking committing crimes still <laughs> and we have shit to talk about, they'll definitely be able to recreate us. Yo, <laughs> I'm on the low. I'm kind of losing sleep just knowing that Ezra's out in the streets. Yo, I feel really like crazy. <laughs> real life boogeyman, man. Shit. <laughs> Yo, like and and obviously, obviously, as we're talking about Ezra again, he's on the news. We are welcome back to the Legion on Zoom. Another good episode. We're starting with the news. This is Miguel joined with Legionnaires. Fucking as always, my boys, Rod, Chez. What's up? And so we're starting off right now, first, right with our concerns about Ezra, man. What happened now? In the news. I mean, as, aside from the fact that, like, he's actually, like, done, done being our Flash. It's almost sounding like, I mean, we can start speculating who's going to be the next Flash at this point. Because it's kind of crazy. Like, he's done, bro. He's, like, finito. I like that there are rumors that they're going to release it early on HBO Max because of all this. Ooh. They're like just to get it like out quickly under the radar and just do it on HBO Max. Yo, I I'm, watch that I'm shit right now. I'm I'm low key pissed off by that because it's like this was also going to be the return of Michael Keaton as Batman, and we're getting our first like Supergirl Latina, Sasha Calle, like my. God, Ezra, what the hell, man? What the hell? You're ruining it for everybody. You're like, his insanity overshadowed so much shit is crazy. People forgot about the fact that we get back Keaton because he's out there just committing crimes. <laughs> he's some reverse flash for real. Because I think one of, one of the, one of, one of the <laughs> things... That I remember that he posted actually because he apparently went back on his Instagram account or something and he posted stories that people thought I was like taunting the police, like saying like you you're not gonna find me, I'm in another dimension, shit like that. So it's like you're promoting the movie while at the same time, <laughs> like because he's on the multiverse, right? And well, at the same time, taunting police, like, what are you doing, Ezra? He is not okay. You know, all kidding aside, he's not doing well. Like he's he needs help. Bueno. The last I heard, he deleted his Instagram. So he's all off social media. Now he's totally off the grid. And you as a professional, do you think that maybe like the fame broke him? Because, for example, like before he became the Flash, he wasn't really that known. You know, he was like that comfortable famous. Then he became the Flash. 
do you think like that influx of money and like all that recognition and all that shit just like broke his mind? That's a great question. That's a great question. I'm going to say I don't know really Ezra at all. Right. Like and obviously I can't professionally comment on him because I don't know him. But but I would say no, like I because it's if 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 that was enough, then there's everybody would be having mental breakdowns and going through that. Right. I think there was something in Ezra. I don't know what's going on in with him. You know, what kind of either trauma he's gone through the past that he hasn't dealt with or what kind of, you know, he's abusing drugs. I don't know what's going on. But something made him crack, right? So I'd like maybe, maybe might have been some of the pressures, the lifestyle. Who knows? But if it wasn't this, it would have been something else, you know. Like this is this is something's going on uh, with him, with with them, uh, and and they need help, man. Because like just doing all these things, man, taunting, like that's nobody really like with with if they got the shit together would, would be doing this. And so it sucks to see him because you know we loved him, we loved him in fucking the the Snyder film, man. Shit, like yeah. Yeah, like God damn. I feel like he's setting up a Robert Downey Jr. esque return, like maybe for the next DC universe. I don't know. So it's all like a master plan. So he's promoting the movie. He's walling out all, all just to make a crazy return as a different universe's epic flash. Yeah, and the movie isn't even being like really promoted yet either, right? It's still some ways away. Like I. I just want to fucking see it at this point. I mean, it's been in the making for a long ass time. Right. It was supposed to come out this year, but then it got before mm-hmm. all this craziness. It got postponed the next year. And so then we'll see what happens, man. Like if they just drop it on HBO Max, I I would like to see it in the theater, though, anyway. Um, I'm OK with them deciding not keeping Ezra in future Flash films. I think that's a good idea because you would like to have some stability in 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 your work but but ah man i do want to see this fucking film man shit yeah like i definitely do want to see the final product but just like you said the way he's bugging out i don't mind having a different flash going forward grant gustin this is your time step it up but anyway it just sucks that like his bullshit has almost like eclipse not really eclipsed because he's such a great artist or is he a writer i'm talking about tim sale i'm bugging he was Art, an artist artist artist, yeah, yeah. artist okay okay like i feel like like all these ezra shenanigans and news has almost overshadowed the death of a great artist like tim sale like bro stop being crazy <laughs> i know for real just at least to respect the passing of the great tim sale if you are not following us, follow us on, on Legion on Zoom, on Instagram, on, on Twitter and anything, and, and, and subscribe and follow our podcast. Uh, check out our, our long Halloween episode where we reviewed both basically the book, which was awesome fucking book by, by Tim Sale with Jeff Loeb, and, and then the, the, the recent animated movie, which was also fucking great too. It was yeah, fucking a feature. Hell yeah, man. It was a surprise. He passed. He was in like in his 60s. Uh, uh, I don't think they revealed why, like what it's. But he apparently he passed like when he passed away, he was like with his wife. So we got to then assume cancer, right? Like fucking like, I don't know, man. But yeah, they say sucks. these things come in threes, right? Neil Adams, uh, George Facts. Perez and now Tim Sale. I was just thinking R.I.P. to these titans of the industry. 
titans, man, for real, man. Masters Shit. of their craft. Shit, I mean, one could say it's also like the passing of a generation of creators, you know what I mean? Like, this was coming, like, it started with Stanley, which, of course, you know, like, he was up there. So it was kind of expected. Everyone was like, any day now. Then from there, I felt like it's just been like a cascade of like a death of comic creators. Or is it just me? Like after San Lee, it felt like it was like just more and more were just starting to happen. But I see it, like I said, like it's sad, but it's almost like we all knew that there was going to be eventually... <laughs> As much as it sucks to say like an epic phrase, like a wave of death. <laughs> like some dark side shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A I mean, like, like, yeah, like it's it's kind of what it is. Like, as much as it sucks, it's part of life, but it's almost like the passing of the torch onto the new generation of creators, you know? And like all we can hope is that they kind of keep pushing the envelope and just keep things moving forward, you know what I mean? For real, for real. So everybody out there, go, you know, celebrate Tim Sale by go picking up all his awesome fucking work from the Batman Long Halloween to uh, Spider-Man Blue to uh, uh, the other Batman's basically sequels, Dark Victory from the Long Halloween. There's a bunch more fucking great work. Daredevil or basically all the colored books from Marvel, like Spider-Man Blue, Daredevil, Yellow, like those. Because go read them right now. Go check them out. And also, as much as it sucks, just keep in mind, like it's gonna keep going. Like I said, it's like a generational passing of the torch. I mean, like <laughs> trying to keep us uplifted, man. <laughs> like just break, no, no. like remind, remember people, but they're still gonna die anyway. <laughs> Whatever book you're reading now, the person you love, he's gonna die. I mean, because <laughs> word, unlike the heroes themselves, <laughs> exactly, yeah, they're gonna outlive us. Yo, for real. I mean, if you think about it, they kind of went through that, but with like older creators, you know what I mean? It's people that we can't even name, you know what I, you know, like your Tim Sales and your like all these other people, you know, like the right hat name. I can't pull up the names right away. George Perez, they, yeah, Neil yeah, Adams, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. people that came before them. Yeah, like they Eisner. dealt with the deaths of like yeah, an yeah, Eisner yeah. and shit like that. Like it's 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 part of like the craft that happens. But right now I feel like we happen to be in an age where when someone passes, everyone knows at the same time, you know what I mean? Like, like it hurts more. So it's like when someone passes and it's going to keep happening, like it's wild, but all we can do is just keep hoping for the best. For real. And keep enjoying all the new content that keeps coming out because it's honestly a fucking great time to be alive, to be a comic book fucking lover, right? And so we'll see these awesome creations move on, uh, live on in, you know, film and other things. And so from that, we've started with some somber news, right? But we got to respect himself and then and, and just quick update on Ezra. But we got some exciting news, right? Because actually, first of all, just off the bat, right? Joker 2's confirmed. Right. So we had that yeah. big reveal that Todd Phillips was reading a script as well as uh, Joaquin Phoenix. So Joker 2 is fucking happening. So that was that was in and of itself exciting to see. But then they basically right after that fucking news came out, we got the news that 
there the specu- strong speculation that Lady Gaga is going to be Harley Quinn and that the movie is going to be like a musical or something. All right, thoughts, gents. What do you think? Yeah, that shit was wild. I was fucking shocked. Like, that made no sense to me. The one thing I remember after Joker, you know, like, had premiered and it had a ton of accolades and shit, it was like, oh, are we going to get a sequel? But it was supposed to be, like, such an artsy film that, like, a sequel was doubtful. I don't know if you guys, like, remember the chatter, like, are we going to get a sequel? Are we not going to get a sequel? You know what I mean? And even like the director was like, oh, I don't know. It was such a like a wonderful film and a full complete eye. They smacked him with that bag of money. He was like, yo, <laughs> how about Lady Gaga and some songs? Yeah. Yeah. He probably <laughs> bought he probably bought like one too many houses off of the, all the millions <laughs> he made from the movie. And he's like, wait, I can buy more if I make a second movie. Oh, yeah. I'm like with he's like with probably songs. Yeah. cousins and need houses. Yeah, yeah, I'll fucking do it. Because even if it's a bad movie. It's gonna make money, you know, for real. Yeah. No, I feel okay. I feel like even if it's bad, which is highly unlikely given the first one, I mean, it Facts. might take a huge nosedive, but I highly doubt it given the people that are behind it, including Lady Gaga, which I think makes all the sense to Ooh, like explain Lady Gaga Whoa. with what? one of the most popular female comic book characters. Like, and if it's gonna be a musical, who else? could you have I, I i'm i'm wondering if it was designed for her to be harley quinn or how about we don't make it a musical we don't design it around gaga and we don't cast gaga yeah it, it'll just be more like <laughs> of that staircase scene with music and dance oh. this time we're gonna get like more performances you know i fuck man i think it's a fucking great idea and i bet that you sounds horrible good. and i wouldn't be surprised if it becomes an actual broadway musical after that shit or something like that like a reverse <laughs> Hamilton kind of deal. See one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like a reverse in the heights and yeah, it's gonna be that kind of movie, right? Which yo, I, I mean fuck. I'd pre-order my ticket right now if I could. Yo, but like right, yeah, I, I'm with you, Rod. I like I'm not a big fan of musicals, right? Like we've all talked about here about in the heights before. Like we, we all fucking loved it. Uh, uh but I'm not a fan of musicals. I'm not, I'm really not. Hamilton and In the Heights were basically the only ones I've enjoyed. Yeah. I I would be excited about this because I also think it's going to be a dark musical. Like, you know, it's not going to be like in the heights, like just like fucking all happy and talking, you know, <laughs> and numbers, and yeah, exactly. choreography and shit. <laughs> exactly. Dancing on the street and like, like, but in a very happy way, like it's going to be fucking crazy shit because we saw Todd Phillips Joker film was fucking dark, you know, like I doubt that he's just going to go fucking 180 and go like i'm gonna go happy as fuck no like it's still gonna be dark and so i think that's gonna be interesting i think it's gonna be a really cool experiment um because i don't think it's gonna be a full musical no i can see it being a little mix of whatever both yeah, things. Yeah. like <laughs> maybe maybe as, as as joker gets more crazy or hallucinates more we'll see musical numbers no because we saw like i remember i don't know have you guys seen like saw legion there, there was a few episodes on Legion back in the day and the FX show was great. He's 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 obviously psychotic and and uh, he would have musicals <laughs> that he would see. And it was fucking dope, though, because he was weird as fuck, man. It's funny that you mentioned that because I was actually thinking a little bit older. I don't know if you guys watch Scrubs. Yeah, there was an yeah, 
there was an episode where a patient she had like a weird mental condition where all she heard was musicals everything was you know like a whole like song and dance number and they were trying to figure out what was wrong with her and of course eventually dr cox you know like he came to the rescue as he always did because he's the fucking man some of the best characters ever <laughs> and you know a shout out to scrubs one of the best fucking shows ever um but yeah like i can like inspired by that episode it being part of like the mental illness that the joker struggling with and then he meets harley quinn who's also breaking down i can see like how so- or who's always been on the verge of breaking down if you think about it it's almost kind of like i can see how they can work that but the way it's being portrayed now is like oh the sequel is going to be a musical like that's how like hold on for a second let's not call it a musical i think they're overplaying that part yeah come on it's obviously because it's 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 what's gonna get because sadly we live in the day of clickbaits no and so yeah, yeah they yeah. have to have the thing in the title for you to go like what the fuck and click on it right so exactly they probably just took one fucking sentence that todd phillips might have said or some kind of speculation is blowing it out of proportion and then assuming because Lady Gaga's in it. But I'm with Rod, man. I'm excited. I I'd actually and I wasn't excited at first because I, I, I wasn't a big fan of the first Joker movie. I liked it, but I wasn't a big fan. I felt like there was no need for a sequel. But now right. that you're adding Lady Gaga and adding a potential musical element to it, I'm like, I am intrigued. I want to see what's going on. And Hell, I, I, yeah. And I had this up right now because I don't know if we've talked about this, but do you guys know what other films Todd Phillips has made? Uh, nah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the limb and I'm gonna guess the Sweeney Todd. No, 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 no. Oh, he actually okay. uh, Joker basically is the most serious film he's done. He made the Hangover, hang, the Hangover trilogy. Yes. Exactly. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So he did that. Before that, he did. He's basically done comedies. He did Old School. Uh, which I loved with Will Ferrell uh, and uh, Road Trip before that, which uh, with that guy what was his name Green, the last name Tom Tom Green was it? What yeah, was it? Road Trip. Yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah two thousand man. That's twenty. Yeah, that's the throwback. <laughs> so he wrote, directed that film. He also uh, one of the serious films he did was called War Dogs, which I loved. I would recommend people watch it. it it's a, it's a, it's a. It's a comedy, but like also like a dark comedy crime story about a real story about people. Uh, it stars Jonah Hill and the and Miles Tenner, who plays Mr. You know, Fantastic Reed Richards in the crappy Fantastic Four. Oh film. shit! I saw that. That's like I like that film about like just buying guns and hey, selling yep. it to 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 basically the for- other countries and shit. Dude, I totally forgot that that was the name of that movie until you described the plot. Yeah. That movie was actually pretty fucking good. I'm like, okay, Top Phillips, you've done a bunch of comedies, though, but they're pretty epic comedies. Like, okay, okay. <laughs> I'll see what you do with fucking Lady Gaga. Yeah, but it's just like the whole song and dance aspect, especially after seeing, like, all right, so Gaga's resume is, what, like, 50-50? Because she did that movie with Bradley Cooper, which was super amazing. And then she did that movie with, with um Adam Driver. What was it? Um, House of Gucci? Yeah. That, but uh, but look, but, that but supposed to got bad reviews, bro. And I've been thinking about that because you've said that before, like in our chat when we, when we did discuss this pre, uh, a little bit before, right? Because, but I will say at least, but apparently, Lady Gaga has at least been respected for her acting, though. Because yes, when she started in A Star Is Born with um, Bradley Cooper, she got well like praised for that role. And although 
the House of Gucci film sucked. Apparently, it got really terrible reviews. Nobody loved it. It's not perhaps per se because of her acting, because you just said it right now. They had Adam Driver, and he's a fantastic fucking actor, Facts. man. He's a Facts. great actor. And they that's had that Star Jack- Wars guy, right? Yeah, yeah. is that Kylo that, Ren? Yeah. That Star Wars guy? That's Kylo <laughs> Ren, bro. Yeah, I, know. I haven't Han started Solo's- Star Wars yet. Han Solo and Leia's son? Yes, that's him. <laughs> that guy. Spoilers. Yeah. No, that's spoilers. <laughs> that's not it is. I'm gonna eventually watch the Star Wars saga. Because spoilers. Spoiler. Facts. I don't want to hear like none of this. I'm, I don't want to hear none of this. I want to go in fresh to Star Wars. Wait, wait, wait. And then like fresh from scratch, like straight up <laughs> I don't in chronological order with no spoilers. Yo, so when, like- when you find out who Luke Skywalker's father is, you're going to be blown All right, stop. away. Spoiler alert here. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, I'm not a huge Lady Gaga fan, but I know she's a prolific artist. And I I think she's this era's, you know, you have your Madonna, Marilyn Monroe. You know, it it makes pairing that type of iconic person with an icon like as like Harley Quinn, it makes too much sense. Too much. I mean, and I I saw some of American Horror Story, but before she was on it, though, so I can't really judge that. I've heard that 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 her role in that has been really good. I've never seen American Horror Show, but but yeah, I've heard that's another thing story. I watched season one and two. Um, Um, Yeah. Anyway, I saw the season where she started with American Horror Story. I believe that's called Hotel. It's one of the most indulgent fucking things to binge. That season, Hotel of American Horror Story, it's great. But the funny thing is, it's great without her in it, though. Because her character is, like, sprinkled in, like, the way she's played. She's, like, the head vampire of, of some, like, super haunted hotel that's on, like, the Hollywood Strip or whatever. Or, like, the Sunset Strip. I don't know. Or it's, like, the Hollywood Hotel on the Sunset Strip, I think. I don't know. But anyway. Look, and I, I agree with what Rod said to actually, too, right now, because, like, look, I'm not a fan of Lady Gaga's music either, man. Like, come on, we're all fucking more rock people. Shit. Like, some pop stuff will be fine. I think I can hum some of her songs, but I will say, though, she is a well-respected musician. You know, she is an artist, you know, and she does. Yeah, I've heard that. I've put heard that. in fucking, she's creative at what she does, man. And, like, yeah, she is, like, I think Word. this generation's Madonna. No. What if like, she wins an world. Oscar for, for Harley Quinn? <laughs> You heard it here first, people. And I, I, feel, I feel like this is gonna be. I don't know. I, I'm gonna eat this movie up. I, I'm I'm sold. I mean, yeah, she, like, she could have been like playing a it. whole other character, like Duella Den or something random, and I still would have been like, let's go. But pairing her with Harley Quinn, a character that I can't get enough of right now, is just fucking perfect. Give me more Batman content. Yes, you know? except for that fucking CW shit. Don't, don't give me all the Batman content. Give me like good stuff with Lady Gaga, fucking Phoenix, fucking top shelf DC. Not to get random kids. Yeah. I don't, I, I also, I don't know about Ezra. I'm mad that Ezra isn't being top shelf DC, man. What's going on? Yo, Marvel, the MCU has not had one person that's like a mess Word. like this, right? <laughs> nah. Yo, that's a great Bro, you're, you're, all right, all right, all right. good question. Who has come the closest to even a scan? Bro, they're all like, good. They're good people. Salt of the earth actors at <laughs> Marvel Studios. 
<laughs> you know, like do these people get screened psychologically before oh, they go for the bar? For real, um, for real. The most trouble would either be uh, uh, Ed Norton, right? Because apparently he he didn't like play ball well. But e- either way, his but he's movie, not. Uh-huh, go. Yeah, no, I was in either way. His movie didn't necessarily fall under like the pure uh, Marvel Studios umbrella. There was some Universal involvement, and then. Um, so it was like uh, a bunch of legal Howard. shit, like technically, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, Terrence, because I will say, because at least like, look, I guess from what I've heard psychologically from the news, whatever I can read, right? Because Ed Norton, I guess, seems well, like I haven't heard like fucking drama about Ed Norton. Maybe just that he might be an intense, you know, fucking artist, right? You know, which is all right, whatever. No, he's a fucking great actor, right? But then for, yeah, for. But but Terrence Howard though he he I did hear about that he was a little bit more like uh, that there's something unstable there and it might be you know even I think from what I've heard from even from the show he had uh, Empire was it I think that that, that there's stuff so that that might be the closest thing for somebody being potentially problematic yeah. but then they switched them out with Don Cheadle which is fucking a godsend he's awesome <laughs> he's and even a- then we got to stretch it to come anywhere near. Yeah. Like, the only the only exactly the only uh, the only person that I came up with that's not even it's like adjacent to Marvel. It's Disney own. It's uh, Gina Carano from The Mandalorian. Yeah. Star Wars. Like, yeah, she's so it's not even Marvel. Right. But it's Disney. So it's still the same house. But but it, not really. It's Marvel man. adjacent. <laughs> and yeah. even that technically the whole issue like with Gina Carano wasn't that. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Or she, she did was I mean red or something, right? She's like a red state person or some shit. Yeah, yeah. She's super right. Yeah. And it's just like pro-Trump and like against vaccines. I think she was posting stuff about not getting vaccinated. And I think that's kind of what got people <laughs> yeah. like, like, all right, we gotta we gotta calm you down. Before Yo, her though, I did think we sort of, but in a stupid fucking way, James Gunn, you know, got canceled, quote oh, unquote, right? Yeah, yeah. Facts. That would be the closest. Yeah, because he actually got ousted for like half a second. <laughs> yeah. Then he flirted with DC, bringing that chop, that top shelf quality to DC. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't take our guy because fucking James Gunn, when it comes to the content that we love, he's one of the best creators out there. Facts, <laughs> dude. Yo, yo. And I believe like I went the rant. I went on a rant about that in a past episode that like it was one of the best examples of money talks because even with that whole james gunn shit if he wasn't so brilliant he would have been done but then the um the, it's like all that principal shit the sheer amount of money that james gunn can bring you like just oodles bags of disgusting cash like here <laughs> nah but i think it's it's an example of both i think it's a sample of that and it's also an example of like where the woke culture quote-unquote right goes yeah. wrong right where yeah, yeah, it has like limits they, like they canceled him for stupid shit you know and stuff that he owned up to like stupid tweets he he, he posted stupid tweets stupid photos of his when he was much younger and he owned up to it and he said i'm sorry that was stupid of me to say like who fucking here hasn't done something stupid that they regret when they're younger, right? Like, isn't that fucking one of the typical things that, like, from religion, Jesus says, right? Like, you know, fucking who, who without sin can cast stone or whatever. I'm not religious. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. But that, like, it's like one of the... I believe people- it goes, he who is without sin cast the first stone. Exactly. I like in fucking the- quoting scripture. Yo, it's, it is Sunday. It is Sunday today. So <laughs> and we're it's good. Juneteenth also. Oh, exactly. 
it's like, come on. So that's why like it, that was stupid. Like, like it, it, I'm glad. Yeah, I call him out. You know, fuck it. That's fine. But don't like fucking cancel him and kick him out. Like, because come on. And also he does good work. So shit, man. And obviously everybody loves working with him. Like we haven't heard scandals like Joss Whedon, right? Like eh, nobody's everybody's like, yeah, he's right. Even when that happened, I remember everybody on Guardians of the Galaxy were like, he's great. What are you doing? And also, I just realized one thing. We're recording on Father's Day, so how can we not mention some good dads and comics? And especially with Juneteenth, like, it's crazy. So, like, does it mean more if you're a black dad? Hell yeah. (laughs) In America. In America, right. A black dad in America. So, wait. I mean, aside from Jonathan Kent, who is the dad we've heard about the most, but he's, like, blue-collar, white as fuck dad. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, are there any other great dads in comics that we can think of? <laughs> great dads in comics. Sadly, the first ones that come to mind are the great ones that passed away too soon. We're thinking of the Thomas Wayne's, the Uncle the Ben, Uncle Ben <laughs> nah. Parker. Well, okay, okay. All right, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let's get technical here. Okay, so Do Bruce. It. Alfred deserves the Father's Day merits for raising Bruce, right? Because Thomas was there, but briefly. Fine. Only bravo, to- bravo. Yes, Alfred, man. Who was taken taken from us way too soon, I guess. Or, I guess <laughs> 80 years or something. <laughs> Wait, by who? By Bane, right? Via yeah. cracked neck. It's Savage. one of the craziest Savage. panels in comic history. Yeah, finally. Savage. I've said it before. Fuck. I'm not a fan of the whole manservant thing. Even if it is epically colonial and British and it has lineage back to... I don't care. Having a servant, that's like, I don't know, that's weird. No, 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 but, but, no, but, no, but I have thoughts on that. I felt like that was more carried by Alfred than, even than it was Bruce because it's been mentioned a few times in the comics that he comes from like a long line of butlers. Yeah, yeah. So he sees it as almost like a knighthood thing. For sure, for it's, sure. Good, good it, writers spin it right. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Like our boy Scott Snyder, he did a great job. And especially with the, what was the All-Star Batman uh, book that he wrote that was illustrated by Jock, I think, a lot. He had this really fucking cool story about uh, Alfred because he was also fucking oh, trained yes. in fucking like, what is it, like the 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 MI6 or some shit, yeah. like, right? British, yeah, yeah, British. Yeah, because I think it was called, the, the story was called like the, the first ally or something like that for Batman. It was such a good story. So Scott Snyder really gave us a good, but I agree. I was against the whole idea of a manservant, like uh, 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 any kind of butler, but like exactly what you just said, Rod, though, but he was more than that. He was Bruce's father, though, okay. man. He was the granddad for fucking so many fucking kids, dude. Like Dick had a great relationship with him. Even Damien had a great relationship with him. Like I would have liked for them to find a way to either rewrite it or like another if they do another reboot which is probably nah, around the corner nah. i don't know i don't know nah, nah, I, nah. I miss alfred listen if you think about it it was great because of how constrained alfred was you know what i mean like 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 it was great because he wasn't like like how do i put it he wasn't too forward like the fact that he held himself back you know what I mean? Like I said, it was like this weird thing as far as like a knighthood. You know what I'm saying? Like he held himself to his role, but he knew who he was. He knew he was a father of Bruce. Bruce knew like they acknowledged it. Bruce yeah. knew that he was almost like his dad. But there was the, it was almost like a necessity. Like, listen, we're fighting a war. 
You know what I mean? Like, I know what you are. You know what I am. But we're doing this. You know what I mean? I'm a crazy billionaire motherfucker who decided to take this path and drown all of us down this fucking wormhole. But we need some boundaries. You know what I mean? Like, like, damn, yo, like, the deeper you dig into that Alfred and Bruce shit, the crazier it gets. But then, like, I feel like Alfred having those boundaries allowed him to care for so many kids because at the end of the day if he even opened up even too much he would have told bruce like in a legit way which i think he's done before like yo what the fuck are you doing this is like a child army you know what i'm saying like stop it (laughs) stop it him holding back i think like it kind of allowed him to be the alfred to like a tim and damien and shit and and even a Jason Todd, because you know, like, yeah, even yeah. He, like he wasn't mentioned, but fuck, JT. like I'm sure, yeah, like they had some connection for real. They did, yeah. One underappreciated that in comics that I did want to bring up, who I feel doesn't get enough um shout-outs. I think what was the name? I think it's Thurgood or some shit like that. Static Shock's dad from the cartoon on WB. Oh, never passed away. <laughs> was always a good influence. Like for some reason, I feel like Static Shock's dad doesn't get enough of a shout out. But yeah. shout out to Static Shock's dad. I thought I don't it was know some more why. though. I got a uh, John Henry go. Irons. Oh right? yeah, and yeah. Uh, Lucius go. Fox. Oh yes. Yeah. yes, yes. All right, all right. That's that, much damn. <laughs> that's more. I don't know. That, does Marvel have any good fathers? Because I was thinking right now, I'm wearing okay. a father, but that's not a good one, right? You know, I got for people watching us on, you know, go to YouTube, watch us. I got a wonderful Thanos shirt, illustrated but epically by Jim Starlin, which we actually bought at New York City Comic Con, which will be will be back this year. Uh, uh, but he's a terrible father. <laughs> he's a very bad father. The Gamora Nebula. And I'm sure there's a, probably another kid out there, but all right. So not Thanos, fucking what? What? Who? Who? Who from Marvel? What, what, who, who? Damn, good dad from Marvel. Oh shit! Damn, like that they didn't die too soon yeah, yeah. or anything, you know? Like, like I mean, Howard Stark sucked. Ah, well, uh, you said you said Luke Cage, but he like, like, like we had the kids who like a baby in comic book world, yeah. right, or something like you know, pretty no, not a baby, but like yeah. like. Five years old, toddler. Yeah, at the most. Oh, um, Reed Richards. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Reed. I I mean, absentee minded. Yeah, like he's at times through his brilliance, but overall, good dad. I think he's the best dad that he can be in the circumstances, (laughs) right? You know, well, he he could be better probably at being a dad, but you're right, you're right, Reed Richards. (laughs) Ah, Cable. Oh, but right? yeah, to, to that hope. whole hope arc. Beautiful. That was the whole fucking father arc right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. wait. What about the all father? <laughs> Odin. <laughs> He's a terrible dad. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't know. I mean, all things considered, is he like, I feel like considering his circumstances, the man has to take extreme measures because <laughs> his kids are eternal. Just like he is, so it's like you got to do what you got. Yeah, I guess you know. You know who's a good dad? Salt of the Earth American (laughs) General Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. Nah, get out! What? How is his daughter's like a doctor? Like she has like eight PhDs. 
he fucking he runs a covert operative team. Oh wait, wait, the hunt wait, his wait. daughter's boyfriend. You know, that's what the whole thing's about. He tries to I don't know, kill. I was trying to do a segue. I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, wait, no, wait, wait. I'm with that segue, but you just reminded me of another good dad, and I feel like this is just like the live action version. I feel like Sam Lane from Superman and yeah. Lewis is actually a good dad. DC's counterpart. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, right. I feel like that iteration of Sam Lane, like, I, like, I try to hate him, but is like, damn, this is a good nah, version yeah, of, like, yeah, of General yeah. Lane. Like, fuck. Love him. Love yeah, him. You want to hate but, him, though? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. They get like his haircut. He's mad square jawed. I don't know. Like, <laughs> he's mad to get right wing head of the Pentagon. Because he's a military man. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so right? Straight but up. As a person, why don't you like <laughs> I feel like on the I feel like on the low, he hates minorities, but that's just me. Moving forward. But General Thunderbolt Ross, though. Yeah, Yo, I think if like, Lewis was dating a black dude, he wouldn't be too happy on the low. Nah, nah. Hey, see? You After see what a I'm few saying? Scotches, he'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> Well, technically, technically, though, not the one from the CW, oh, though, right? right? <laughs> because in the multiverse, he is, you know, his daughter did date, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Know, Jeremy, you know, what is 3D it, uh, chess John Irons, right now. you know, and it was cool. <laughs> and they were close, right? Because remember when, he, when <laughs> yeah, John yeah. Irons came to this earth, he went straight to Sam Lane. He's like, I, you're my bro. <laughs> so <laughs> Sam Lane is great through Shout the out. room, man. Superman He's a Lois. patriot and a great father, man. <laughs> or at least that universe is Sam Lane. Right, right, right. But right, but speaking of, yes, wonderful segue, actually, because even it connects back to the James Gunn conversation. We're talking about James Gunn coming back because he made this awesome Suicide Squad film, right? We're talking about uh, 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 Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross because now we're getting our Marvel is actually doing basically our own Suicide Squad. A Suicide Squad film for Marvel, right? We're getting a Thunderbolts movie. If you've been fans of the show, been watching us, listening to us, you, we, you've heard us talk about yep. this for a minute. Yep. Uh, uh, but now it's great to see that it's official, that they are actually making a film. They have a director and everything. There's no information about a plot or or if there's like, como si sea, um, a, 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 a screenplay written or anything yet, but but it's happening. It's happening. Uh, y'all want to explain what, what are the Thunderbolts but, for people who may not know? Is there a difference between a screenplay and a script? I don't know. I do that because I noticed, you, you, yeah, yeah, because I noticed like you chose to use the word screenplay, and I've always wondered that, but I never wanted to ask anybody. But yeah. I figured, fuck, I'll do it here. Depends on I'd imagine I, it starts the script, right? Yeah, script uh, altered. Ah, so, a script film becomes, a, becomes screenplay. a screenplay. That's what I'm guessing without Googling. So let's take that as fact. <laughs> so the Thunderbolts are they were introduced as like a new super team, like a new fancy, colorful, brand new super team. But then later on in that first uh, run, which I never got to read, but I always heard great things about it. They were Ooh, I love it. X-Con. So go ahead. Take it from there. Oh, yeah. No, I loved it. I, I don't remember who wrote it. I remember. I think it was illustrated by Mark Bagley which is a fucking fantastic artist. You know, we love him in Spider-Man. But exactly, it was in the 90s, and it was basically all ex-supervillains pretend... Well, not ex. They were all supervillains pretending to be uh, superheroes, which were led by... I think the... Who was the main the 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 superhero name of the leader was Captain Flag or something like that? I don't remember. 
I'm nah, looking like about Rick, Rick flag. flag. No, that's just fr- Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? It's funny because you told me last time that character's name. He, yeah. He's like a patriotic looking guy. He's like yeah, patriotic looking. Because the point, the fun part is that you eventually find out that it's Varen Zemo, who's the leader of the Thunderbolts. And they're all, oh, it was written by uh, Kurt Busiek uh, and, mm. and let's say by, by Mark Bagley. Um and it was a fun book. Like it was a big fucking, you know, switch like that. Like, oh, shit, they're actually bad guys trying to gain people's trust. Uh, and that's kind of how the Thunderbolts started. Like, and, and everybody was a villain that you kind of knew from before, like B-list people. Like, like, I don't know. Like, there's like the evil Ant-Man and he was one of the versions of here. Like, I don't know. But since then, then they had a lot of different iterations were actually like either led by a superhero like Luke Cage trying to have them be an actual good team or like led by Norman Osborn during Dark Reign. And we're actually also, again, like villains pretending to be heroes like Dokken was uh, Wolverine. Uh, 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 the Dark uh, Avengers? The Dark Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Explain well, who Dokken is. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Quick, That's my bad. Just, my bad. Like... Right. Dokken is, Dokken is, uh, is, is, is Wolverine's son. And and he he's he's good he's pretty good now but he grew up in a pretty fucked up way so he started off as as a villain but yeah right no you're right my bad that wasn't that wasn't Thunderbolts that was Dark Avengers mm-hmm. but it's the same idea <laughs> yeah I read Thunderbolts briefly when they were all red so it was the Red She Hulk who's um Betsy Ross right yes yeah yeah speaking of uh Thunderbolts damn there's Ross. a Red She Hulk that's crazy yeah. 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 I think she was introduced by Jeff Loeb and Ed McGinnis. I think, mm-hmm, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, correct. Uh, they had so that it was okay. Red She Hulk, Red Hulk. Um, they had, I think, they had Deathlock, Electra. It was like a red theme. I thought it was kind of cool because it's just like fucking badasses. I think Deadpool's in there. So you could pull up an image of this shit. It's like the red thunderbolt. Yeah, yeah, yeah Punisher. Yeah, really I remember. Cool I, I, I really like that one too. Oh, and actually, I just double checked. We're actually both right. So I think it was a new Avengers book, but they were called the Norman Osborn's Thunderbolts, though, which had Bullseye as Hawkeye and and all these other people. So there it was a mix back in the day. So so and I I remember I read that cool red Thunderbolts book too, and so that there's been iterations of Thunderbolts, which either a mix of of either ex-cons trying to be good or straight up villains pretending to be good or in back or vigilantes, right? Like we said, Deadpool, um, Punisher, Red She-Hulk. But we're actually getting now a film in Marvel. And so we say it's kind of like Suicide Squad because that's kind of like the idea, like it's bad people kind of working for the government in some situations. So far, that's what we have for the information about this film. Is that it's that's the idea that it's 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 a group of villains uh, 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 working for the government, which we've seen in the in the in the Black Widow movie. I think we saw it a little bit in Hawkeye too. Julia Lewis Dreyfus character Elaine oh, yeah. from Seinfeld, who she's playing uh, Madame Hydra, right? Yep. Uh, in in recruiting different people throughout, right? Playing basically the Nick Fury role from back in the day. Uh, so right. that's kind of what's happening. So, so we have a U.S. agent. Yep. I was, uh, yes. Elena, I was just about to go on that. Belova. Yeah. <laughs> Who else? Uh, maybe Taskmaster. Uh, How many times have we seen her? It's been like what? Baron two Zemo. or three times that we saw her. Two, two or three times only. I think we saw her in in Black Widow. 
recruiting well, Be- uh, uh, Yelena Belova, yeah. right? And then we saw her yeah. uh, at the end of uh, uh, the Winter Soldier uh, recruiting US agent. Yeah. And then and after I, that, I feel like we kind of like haven't seen her again in a while. Right, 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 right. The other potential people that they've listed, because you, yeah, you said Baron Simo, Rod, which would be fucking perfect because he was the leader of the team. And I think that would make sense also, right, with his idea of him hating the Avengers, him, him hating teams, that he would make his own team to try to fuck it up. I, I, I can see that working. The other people that they've listed as potential is a Ghost, who was the villain in the yep. second Ant-Man film. Uh, which I think that'd be kind of cool. Uh, also, the Abomination, which w- we saw the Abomination fighting Wong, uh, kind of like almost in a friendly match in in the in the Shang Chi film, and we saw Abomination played by Tim Roth again at, in the trailer for She Hulk. So he's coming back, and and then the last one that they mentioned is potentially Winter Soldier. And with Abomination, at the end of the fight with Wong we saw that he's in some type of prison. So he's basically being controlled by someone or at least like being kept on some type of leash. So that's a total possibility. My question is, like, as the old saying goes, what is it? Um, necessity is the mother of all invention. What's going to be the necessity for the Thunderbolts? Like, who the fuck are they going to fight? Jesus Christ, like... If the invention of the, oh, well, like the inception of the Avengers came from the invasion of Thanos and, you know, like all his legions, what's going to be the point of creating the Thunderbolts? You know what I mean? Is it going to be secret invasion? That's a possibility. Oh, dude, that's fucking dope because that kind of connects to what we were saying because before, for Norman Osborn having his Dark Avengers slash the Thunderbolt group, was it led from Secret of Asia? Yep. Because in Secret of Asia, a big story, scrolls infiltrated the world and they're actually posing as superheroes and as a, in a way to take over the, the Earth. The point is the story in the comic book ends with fucking Norman Osborn doing the kill shot. And so then Norman Osborn is given... Norman Osborn, people who may not be listening, you, you fucking better know who he is. Green Goblin, the biggest Spider-Man villain out there. Uh, he's basically the Lex Luthor to Spider-Man, right? And he then is given shield where he changes the hammer and then basically creates this group. So there may be something there from Secret Invasion coming through that. I can also see it just happening from like the need, right? Like Avengers have kind of some of them had died. We don't know what's going on. I can see the government going like, no, 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 no. We have to have our own team that does our shit, mm. our own bidding, you know, more like Suicide Squad type of thing. So it's kind of like how when like, uh, what's his name? Um, Justin Hammer first made uh-huh. like the Iron Patriot, like, uh-huh. like kind of like that same sentiment, but with a team and that it actually works when they first show them off. Oh, yeah. You know it'd be I mean? great to bring back. Yes! Fuck. Bring back Justin Hammer. Well, I mean, no, as Iron Patriot, that'd be dope, man. Because <laughs> yeah. in that Dark Avengers book, we had Norman Osborn as Iron oh, yeah, Patriot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yo, that'd be dope. Damn, you heard it here first. <laughs> the thing that irks me is, like, I feel like yes. Justin Hammer, almost too much of a joke. In the that's what made it fun. Like, no, 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 I, no, I, I mean, I okay. like Iron Man, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dope. yeah. yeah. It, it, and it, I love it, that actor, man. Fuck. It was pretty dope, too. but I feel like, like 
I got it. I got it. I got it. Wait, wait, wait. My friends. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, Sam Rockwell. Yeah. yeah. There you go. But I feel like in the comics, isn't Justin Hammer like a bit more of a threat than they made him seem to be in the MCU? You know what I mean? Like a little bit. Just bring yeah. back Sam Rockwell. Let him yeah, lead that sure. show. It'll be more lit. And if I'm not mistaken, Sam Rockwell had a dope ass dance scene in the old school Charlie's Angels movie. <laughs> Did he? Okay. The, yeah. The, with a uh, the um the Angels movie that had what's her name? This Cameron chick, Diaz, um, Lucy yeah. Liu, yeah, yep, and yep, Cameron Drew Diaz, yep, yep, uh, Obviously, yep. I saw that movie a lot. I, <laughs> I don't know why I remember. <laughs> that movie yeah, was good. You, you didn't even hesitate. <laughs> yeah, the names that came in order. Like, who's like, that Spider-Man writer? Like, <laughs> like yeah. They wrote all, all those, those great. Oh, Stan Lee. Yeah. But for some reason, I remember that Tom Green was in that movie. And he had a minor role. But And I remember Sam Rockwell's dance number in that movie. It was very, uh, how do I say, uh, Pulp Fiction-esque. It was very Tarantino-y. Bro, for some it- reason, I have a core memory of that. Bros, if you speaking of core memories, if you and bros and people listening out there, if you like Sam Rockwell, I highly recommend watching the movie called a moon. It's a sci fi film. It's a fucking trip. I it's on. I think it's on Amazon. I actually recently rewatched it because my wife hadn't seen it. It's a fucking great film. Also, because he's the only actor in the film, really. So it's really fucking just Sam Rockwell being Sam Rockwell for like an hour and a half. And it's a sci-fi trippy film. I highly recommend it without, I can't say more because I'm going to spoil the film. But he's on the moon. That's all it's, it's, it's about. It's, it's a good film. Maybe he dances a little bit too. So we'll, we'll check it out. I feel like I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> yeah, not me neither. <laughs> I, I'm, at the, I'm at the tail end of a, the Sopranos monster, I don't know, beast binge. Which, been watching the fuck out of that shit. I'm gonna start my own binge just based off the fact that Rod had sold us with one sentence. How would you describe the Sopranos, Rod? It's the fucking Italian Game of Thrones. Oh. Although people would probably say that nah, Sopranos came first. Yes. And as and as such, it is the you know <laughs> the the, da- the daddy of the Game of Thrones or whatever. <laughs> but it, it has that same you know deep has many characters. Uh, like deep character pieces, spontaneous deaths that you don't see coming type shit. It's one of those shows, HBO. Um, but yeah, good segue right here. Uh, we're going to do a new segment. It's not really a new segment, but we're like packaging it in a new way. This is like catching up with the LOZ. So we want to know what what are we doing, guys? Like, what are we watching right now? You know, because we didn't have anything big to review this week or anything like that. Yeah. So, so you know, let's just shoot the shit. What the fuck is going on? Well, so what are you I watching? Re- I recently just dipped my toe into the anime pool because I've been uh, kind of sick and tired of waiting for Netflix to make, you know, like a following up to the shit I was watching, which was uh, Ken Ganeshura and Baki. I'm waiting for sequels to that. What the fuck, Netflix? So I started watching recently uh, The Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, I've been curious about that. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm about three episodes in with Wifey, and it's actually pretty interesting. I had it on my list forever. For some reason, I saw like some clip of some shit that happens way later down the line in one of the later seasons. And I went down like a Reddit rabbit hole, and that triggered like, you know what? I have to start watching this shit. 
And I, so what, far, what, what is it. it? What is it about? For those of us that have no idea, but I've seen it and it looks interesting. What the fuck is it about? So it's nothing that I thought it was kind of about. Just off the title, I was imagining some epic anime with like biblical shit. Like, you know what I mean? Which I'm into all that shit. Um, but then when you started, it's essentially there was an order called the Holy Knights. They protected a kingdom in ancient times. Somehow a faction inside of them split. They were called the seven deadly sins. And they're being blamed for the murder of the head of the, like, um, the order of the Holy Knights. And that's brought a whole bunch of chaos throughout the kingdom. And then after his murder, they seemingly were scattered to the four winds and they're wanted and people don't know what the fuck they are. So there's this princess who's trying to find them. And I'm sure, like I said, I'm about to, I'm about to run into a whole bunch of different story shit as the story continues from what I've read, but it's like I said, it's pretty amazing. And they ride around on a giant green pig with a bar in its back, which you can't be too <laughs> mad about. It's pretty dope. I, I think I'm kind of sold. I, I have to check it out, man. Shit. Rod, what are you watching, man? What you been watching? Right, besides so Soprano, I, besides, besides the that, Italian game. From, okay, besides that shit, I, I finally saw the first episode of Miss Marvel. Yes. Nice. I oh, liked fun. it. Definitely yes. like this. So we could yes. dive in on that. Uh, very stylized, and it's what I expected it to be, but a little bit better. Yes, yes, perfect. I've Love read, that. I've read in some comments. Uh, I don't, I still haven't seen episode two. I'm actually going to watch it as soon as we're done recording. Same. Um, that those are Quasar's bracelets, and isn't Quasar Ooh. the father of Cyclops? Like I said, I read this randomly in a comment. No, no, nah, you, you're uh, you're combining Corsair. two characters. Cor- Corsair. Yeah, Corsair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corsair. No, no, Corsair. Oh, dead ass. Those are those are his gauntlets. No, no, no. Like I didn't I even said, know that deep cut shit. Like I said, I read that in a random comment. While I was doing I some diving. To either verify or deny this. What's going on? I, was looking I, I haven't heard anything about that, but that that would be interesting. It would be a little weird, though, because like so because Quasar, who is uh, Wendell Bond, his real name. He's given the quantum bands. That's what he wears. And I think I don't remember correctly, but I think it has something to do with Eternals and Kree. I, I don't remember the backstory behind them. So that kind of connects, right? Because Miss Marvel's originals, you know, she's connecting to Captain Marvel, has a Kree background. But Wait, quantum bands, the, the quantum. <laughs> oh, and the quantum bands, actually, technically, the quantum bands were originally worn by the original Captain Marvel, who, who, was, a, who was a Kree fucking epic you know, hero who's mm. been basically the only hero that's never come back from death because he died from cancer because I guess that's the only thing Yo, you, you can't cure. Cancer. Yo, <laughs> Yo you and, can't re unwrite cancer. Yo, and even Cree, right? This is Cree cancer. Like, it's not, he's not even human. It's some other shit, man. And what, the, he, what the fuck was the cancer verse that you said last time? Where was <laughs> yeah. that from? That shit is that's, wild, bro. Yo, I'm not fucking with I. Yo. I <laughs> I highly recommend because Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning recreated the fucking the uh, the cosmic uh, uh, Marvel universe. Like if you love the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, you owe that to DNA, the Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning, because they wrote 
fucking the New Guardians of the Galaxy book, and they wrote so many, the Annihilation Cosmic Epic, which is one of the best epics out there. And so the thing is, that was the third one, because it was Annih- Annihilation, Annihilation Conquest, and then led to Thanos Imperative. Damn. Thanos Imperative led to, came from, there was a story from before that, War of Kings, where uh, Vulcan, uh, one of the, th- uh, the third Summers brother, He's actually going back to Corsair. He's the son of Corsair, Cyclops' uh, uh, father. Got into a fist fight with uh, with with a uh, uh, fucking Black Bolt, the Inhuman King. Broke fucking space and time. Opened a tear in space and time that connected it to the Cancer Verse. Be <laughs> a fist fight. Which is this really weird verse, which is kind of like a cancer where like everything, nothing dies and everything just gets replicating. But it's also like a mirror, like you're thinking like the dark multiverse in the DC Comics now, where it's like a mirror version of our unit of the 616, where everybody's like an evil person. And so that's what the cancer verse was that where the Thanos imperative story was about, which is a good story. Anyway, this was a rabbit hole. <laughs> but it came back, it came right back to the yeah, no, but yeah, the but band. The thing is, but so, so the bands would make sense because Captain Marvel, the original Captain Marvel, the guy Captain Marvel had the quantum bands, and he passed them down to Wendell Bond, uh, who became Quasar. Uh, and then Captain Marvel, the you know, the you know, Carol Danvers was Miss Marvel, then Captain Marvel. And so that might make sense, but my only concern is that the quantum ends are supposedly to be very epic. They're be super powerful fucking weapons. And Miss Marble in the comic books really has fucking almost like uh, Mr. Fantastic's powers, no? Like a little bit different, but that was the biggest surprise for me watching this. Um, like the her power manifestation. I was not expecting that, and I thought it was cool. I thought it was different. You know, I thought that maybe they, they want to save the whole stretchy thing for maybe Reed Richards proper. Yep, I was about and to say not, that. not the one that got obliterated. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I thought I enjoyed the first episode. I, I immediately compared it because this whole episode, we've been talking about counterpart stories with, between DC and Marvel. And I'm a big Stargirl fan. So I'm thinking like, OK, this is going to mm. be kind of like Star Stargirl-esque. But I, it might even be a little better, but I don't want to overpraise it. Uh, I, yeah. I am a jaded viewer after the first episode of Moon Knight, after he beats the fucking demon's ass and walks out and you're like, oh, my God, like the fucking the the hierarchy of power has changed in the MCU type <laughs> shit. But not nah, anyway, we refer back to that episode for for a full review on Moon Knight. Yeah. And also don't jinx Black Adam. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got we got high hopes for that. Well, sure. I mean, her powers with those bracelets have been referenced to be "quote unquote" get quantum based. So already, we're like on that path. And so, so I guess the only thing they might, because I I do remember reading an article about Kevin Feige saying that yes, that her powers are going to be different and her origin is different from the uh, uh, book, right? So obviously. Because 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 he said the context is different, right? So for people out there who were fans of the book, you'll know because in the book, right, she's an inhuman, but she's one of the inhumans that weren't, you know, in for those who may not know, right? Inhumans are a, a combination of Cree and human who were manipulated by Cree technology back in the day. Um, but apparently, there was a big group of inhuman people who had ancestry with inhuman shit who were uh, not like in the inhuman culture who just lived their normal life. 
And then in this big event by actually Jonathan Hickman was a pretty cool. Well, no, what's Jonathan Hickman? I don't. Yeah, wasn't it in the? Uh, I was trying to think of the storyline too. Infinity, Where, what? Right, it wasn't an Infinity storyline that led to the Terrigen mist blowing. Yeah, the Terrigen wave. Exactly, right? because in humans, as the contrary, the X Men, right? Because mutants just become mutants like when they hit puberty. Uh, uh, before in humans, you have to go through this process called terogenesis, where you're exposed to these crystals that that give you your activate your inhuman latent power. Uh, in the book, uh, they had this terogenesis uh, mist go all over the world, and so a lot of people who were latent in humans activated. So that's how Miss Marvel becomes a superhero in the comic books, and the power that she's given is to basically, uh, como se dice. Uh, like uh, manipulation of her yeah. form, right? Like she can stretch, she can become big, she can become small, she can even become somebody else. Uh, you know, so that's the power she has. So that's a lot to explain in the MCU. Like, how do you get to that point? So or, they, yeah, they could just take it in a completely different direction, exactly as they've been doing. Because the luxury they have with Miss Marvel is, I feel that even though she's an appreciated character, She's pretty niche. She's yes. like not that big. So they can kind of take it wherever they want. And yeah. I see them spinning into like. She's a fan of the actual, you know, like Captain Marvel. Um, And I think they're going to spin it into some like intergalactic shit with her character, because aside from Peter Quill, you know what I mean? They've kind of been lacking on that front of like how many people on Earth are connected to that whole intergalactic shit. So I think they're definitely going to use her in the bracelets to kind of bridge that gap. And I think they're kind of starting to do that. I agree 100% because like they're doing that with Shang-Chi, right? Because that's oh. what they did with the Ten Rings. No? Exactly. Especially at the end, they're like, first of all, they explained that they're, they came from space and that's it. They're like, we don't know what's up with that, right? And then at the end of the movie, they're like, it's sending a beacon to something else. And so this may in a way connect that. And I'm okay with that because even though if you're a hardcore fan of Ms. Marble, really that's the only thing that changed, like her powers. Like, yeah. and, and they're still trying to keep her powers like because she's still making the light forms of her hand being extended, which is like her power in the comic books. But other than that, like who she is as a character and then the story around her and her friends and family is pretty much the same, which is, all right, I'm cool with that. Damn. I just thought about some crazy shit just now while you were talking. What if they make Fing Fang Foom into some like intergalactic beast? Like just on a slightly smaller scale than um that was a little bit random or no. A little bit. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's still on brand. Like we're still with like. No, 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 no. Elaborate or explain more. No, 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 no. Where'd you get Fing Fang Foom? Who's Fing Fang Foom for people out there may not know? Because as soon as you mentioned um, Shang Chi, and the fact that the Ten Rings come from space, Fing Fang Foom is one of the main villains for Shang Chi. No. Nah, I don't think so. But Shang Chi. Oh, for the Avengers. Like in general, oh no, because for some reason, I feel like, um, the way they made like the 10 rings they fit on like a dragon's fingers or some shit like that. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, come on. He's a dragon. His name is Fin Fan Foom or whatever. It makes sense why you think he's a Shang-Chi. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a little racist on my part, OD. <laughs> but, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, as soon as you mentioned that, that got me to thinking, like, because... So you have the Ten Rings. They're still out there. Then you have the bracelets. Like, what if they make the dragon Fing Fing Foom? You know what I mean? Like, some type of weird intergalactic beast of some sort in order to connect all this, like, I guess, like intergalactic bling at this point. So you can call it because you have like the bracelets now. You know what I'm saying? They come from space unless they're straight up magic. Then you have the 10 rings, which also come from space. So it's all pointing in one general direction. I'm sold. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'd be down to see Fing Fang Foom battle both Shang-Chi and Ms. Marvel together. Totally. Yes. Like, see, like it seemed random, but there was some slight interconnection. And for the fans, right. I think that Fing Fang Foom, like, I'm not too educated on the villain, but he's some like he's one of those emp- like epic ancient like dragons along with um Shao Lao the Undying, I think. I don't know though. I think I need to double check because I think he, but he's also, I think he's an alien though. I think he's like some a being from just another, which is different than because the, these are like epic mystical creatures and i think thing fang foom is just like like a monster from another planet i don't know though like i'm not really sure i mean shit we've speculated wildly i've been kind of right before so you never know <laughs> we can see yeah all right I, but... I, i'm i'm in so far the show is good so I'm, I'm gonna be tuning in of course i haven't seen the boys yet i know that's coming out me neither yeah i've been watching that shit is fucking crazy yo that oh my god, that shit has been ridiculous. All I'm gonna say is dildo fight. <laughs> Hashtag dildo fight. Yeah. Is is it like the butt plug fight in everything everywhere all at once? I haven't seen everything everywhere all at once, but after hearing the words bud plug fight, I will. Yo, <laughs> I gotta and, and for anyone that has seen this movie, uh, I think I've probably already said this in the last time when I reviewed <laughs> this, but there's a dude. That needs to be hired immediately to do stunts, to do stunt work for the Nightwing movie, if it's ever made. Because I know it was, there was a Nightwing movie in the works, right? There's a director attached. I think he did the Batman Lego movie. Uh, he was like tweeting about it. And then I, I guess it was like a fallout maybe from the destruction of the DCEU, but this just like disappeared and shit. Uh-huh. But yeah, But if they ever make that fucking movie, if you've seen this movie, you know, it's that dude with the fucking, I think he has the butt plug. He, he has uh, the two escrimis sticks and he's just fucking kicking ass. Yo, all <laughs> right. Like Nightwing movie. Listen, with, with, with oh. or without butt plugs, we'll take yeah, it. Yeah, I was about to plug. say, I'm down to watch a movie about a dude with a butt plug and two escrimis sticks. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to watch everything, every, everywhere, all that. So he once. has three <laughs> weapons at all times. <laughs> all right. Well, to round up, right, what we've been watching, we got the seven deadly sins from Chess. We got fucking Miss Marvel with Rod. I, I do want to share because I finally tried to watch Morbius. <laughs> All right. So I actually, I'm glad we didn't talk about this last time because I've seen more <laughs> of it. I've seen more of this since last time. So this is going to be a two parter because the first thing was like so because i we, we you know thanks to a friend of ours a good pirate baron thanos in our group was able we were able to get uh morbius i had it on my laptop because i just i just flew a lot for work i had a, a lot of travels so that, perfect i'm gonna be on a fucking flight 
what better setting for Morbius, right? And so on my flight back, actually, well, coming back home to New York, I was fucking tired, exhausted. I was traveling for two weeks where I was in three different cities, two different time zones. I'm tired. I'm like, let's do Morbius. Finally, on my way back. Did you ever think you would say that sentence in your head again? Let's do Morbius. <laughs> Morbin time. More- <laughs> being referred to on the interwebs. Exactly. Because that's what they're referring to the sequel, hopefully. The Morbin, the better. I couldn't get past the first 15 minutes of it. <laughs> I straight up just watched 15 minutes of the movie while I was on the flight. So I'm uncomfortable, right? Because you're on a fucking plane. <laughs> and also, I was in the middle seat. Okay, I was in the middle seat. I'm uncomfortable. It's the worst fucking middle seat, right? And I'm watching this and I'm like, I'm not, I am hating this movie. I'm like, I'm thinking, what if the plane were to crash right now? I'm like, is this what I want to see as my last thing on this earth? I'm like, because I had downloaded good stuff. I I finished Ted Lasso on Apple TV. I highly recommend it. One of the best comedies I've seen in a long time. I'm like, I got that lasso right there. Get some porn. I'm like, I can just <laughs> in the middle seat too. Damn, like uncomfortable. Just watch porn. Just watching porn on a flight. Damn. No, but no. Why no. is it uncomfortable to see sex? <laughs> is it? Is it? Be- anyway, all right. Now go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ted lasso. Go well, ahead. I think, let's, not, I let's think- not go there. Just the last thing to say, because I think it usually goes with, with masturbation. No, I think that's the problem, right? I think as you know, if somebody's watching porn, because they're going to do something, you know? Like, but I think just porn is offensive. Like, yeah, exactly. Like you just, just play it in a public place and you're like, oh, my God, this heathen. <laughs> like it's illegal. I think it's actually illegal. Watching the most watch natural porn. act in all of existence. <laughs> I, I, well, well, I don't know how natural it is in porn, though, but but, but it, is, yeah. it is, it is, it is. So, like, anyway, I watched the first fifty minutes of Morbius at that point. Right now, I, it, when I was on my flight, Wait, I was fifty like, or fifteen. You gotta clarify. Yeah, word, uh, word, word. Instant one five, quince okay. minutos, fifteen minutes. I just got the whole intro was a shit show. It was yeah, doesn't t- make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Damn. The script is, and then, and then the guys, because I've seen, I have a, I ha, I love watching shitty movies on flights. That's where I, that's how I watch Josh Trank's Fantastic Four. Mm. That's how I watched Venom One and Two. Let there be carnage. And this, I saw all of those though, from beginning to end. I saw it all. Nah, I thought you walked in wanting to hate. How can you watch Josh Trank's Fantastic Four and Venom, but you can't watch Morbius? That's some I like self-flagellation I- shit. I thought it was worse. I thought it was worse. I because at least with Josh Trank's film, for instance, we had fucking uh, Michael Jordan as 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 as, uh, as as Human Torch, right? We had Michael um, Jordan. Michael Jordan, coño. No, Michael. Yeah. No, Michael. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, but it's Mike. crazy how like that one letter and say the name makes yeah, a whole different. You Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Jordan. We had Miles Teller as 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 Reed. We had the, the awesome girl from House of Cards as, as Sue Richards. Like it's a good cast, no and. And so at least they made me enjoy it with with the Benham films. Those are really fucking hard. I, I, I do think I don't know how I kind of watch them. The Well, the, I do know. I do know. For instance, for Benham, Let There Be Carnage, Carnage yeah. looks fucking dope. Mm. Like anytime Carnage was on the scene, I'm like, this is fucking cool. 
And like in seeing him fight then, I'm like, this is actually pretty fucking cool. But watching Morbius from the beginning, it makes no sense. <laughs> like, for, <laughs> like for instance, like immediately when they show us a little Morbius in Greece, randomly, there's this American kid in Greece. When in the book, he's Greek himself. Nobody's speaking in Greek there. And then he has this kid that joins him next to him. That's uh, that his real name is Lucien. But Morbius is like, I'm calling you Milo. <laughs> Because everybody before you, I called them Milo. You're my third Milo or whatever now. And what I love, even the doctor, even the doctor calls the kid Milo. <laughs> it's like, the doctor, I don't give a fuck about what your real oh name is. Oh, my God. You're, called, you're Milo. And he like, he's about to die. And then the, the kid fix him, fixes him with like fucking something stupid. And we have bullies outside just making straight up bullies. Just sees him in the window and then make fun of them being sick. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It makes... <laughs> No sense. It's so, it's morbid so time. stupid. <laughs> but, but I did think I need to be more inebriated for this. And so actually my <laughs> wife agreed. And so we both got high. We, we had some wonderful <laughs> edibles from California with me. And we, we got high and we watched Morbius. We got 40 minutes into the movie. Mm, that's so at, least, at least we saw more. At least At that point, my wife was like, I, I, don't, I can't really watch more of this. Like, why are we watching this? Like, <laughs> we've decided we may want to finish it to hate watch it some more, right? And just get high again. But I Because I, I told her we only got high. We didn't get high and drunk. So maybe we got to do both. We got to get high and drunk. And yeah. Just make up, just make, yeah. And you, you got to keep watching so, to see, like, the romance between him and the sexy uh, forensic uh, lab lady. The doctor that works with him? What yeah. Else? <laughs> and yo, a, qu a quick shout out to drugs for being able to uptake your crappiness from 15 minutes to 40. <laughs> shout out to drugs. Yo, straight up, man. Like I like we walked oh, it, it. And you have to fun. get to the end to see the uh Do the, I? <laughs> to, to see the nonsensical introduction of the vulture into the Morbius verse. Uh, yeah, you know, you're right. I do have to it's that. so <laughs> random that you need it. It, it, it's possibly the worst segment tied to Tom Holland Spider-Man ever filmed. You know what I, I mean? I love that sentence. The nonsensical introduction of the vulture <laughs> into the Morbius verse. Not really yo, selling it, the movie, you, man. Okay, yo, okay. Major props to Michael Keaton because there's like bombs going off all around him. You got Ezra on this side, fucking <laughs> up his Batman swag. You got Morbin over here, fucking up your Spider-Man swag. But he maintains through He's all of this. out there. Is he a dad? Does he have kids? Shout yeah, out yeah, he I'm does. Sure, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. We're I'm his sure. fathers. I'm his fucking kid. Yo, you <laughs> raised us, man. For real, man. Oh. Yo, but, but like Rod, did you see Josh Trank's Fantastic Four? Yeah, I did. I and, did. You, and, and you like you like Mormon oh, time more than I would rather if I had to watch one again, and I'm not saying this to go hard. Not Fantastic Four was bad. Because it was it, because at least it had hope, whereas a Morbius movie, even if Marvel Studios has better things to do, like like Miss Marvel. Yeah. But even if they wanted to touch Morbius. I, oh, my God, like it, it would have been maybe passable with, with their quality, with their standard of course. quality. But Sony handling it is just like a fucking mess. But but I think I think it still had stylistically cool things to look at. I, I felt like. Like stylistically, it reminded me a lot of Blade. Yep. 
And, and I know fans are watching this thinking that Sony maybe has a backdoor to Blade because because he's a vampire. Oh, they got to put Blade. Nah, it's not it's not going to happen, people, because Morbius <laughs> is part of the Morbius verse at Sony. That's Morbius. a whole different thing. It's not going to cross over with like Black verse. Knight. Yo, not get a Morbius verse. Shit. <laughs> I will agree, though, because I did. I, did, I do. I, especially now when I got to 40 minutes, because that's when I got to see him become Morbius, right? The living vampire. That looked cool. When I saw him being being the vampire and fighting and moving really fast and shit, I'm like, I was like, I was telling my wife, I'm like, that that looks cool. My wife just gave me a dirty look. I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, that fucking looks cool. <laughs> that, that actually looked good. So like that made me kind of want to keep watching. But at least within those first 40 minutes, we don't get enough of that. Not enough to kept me going. I was like, ah, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I don't have to keep watching. But all right, maybe tonight. Maybe tonight I'll do it. Fuck it. I've yet to see it, but I'm hoping as crappy as my go mix it sound and Rod too, because Jesus Christ, <laughs> I'm hoping that it's leading to like a bigger paranormal verse. You know what I'm saying? Because even though, for example, Rod, like you said, we like it sounds hard to get Blade incorporated with Morbius somehow until you start talking money, because that movie was actually a massive fucking flop and it got released twice. It got released <laughs> twice and it sucked. So hopefully it sucks so much that that kind of opens the door for like another deal with Marvel. And Marvel's like, Yo, wait, 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 yeah, does it make any that's, sense? That's that's reversed. No, if no, no, Morbius no. would have done really well. Then then Marvel Studios with their plans with Marshall Ali. I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah. And they did play ball. But come on, they do not want. They Morbius do not need that blade. I, shit. They the got plans I, for Blade. No, because apparently they're, they already said they're already filming. the. They're starting filming for the Blade film this July. So it's already on. Oh, uh, and there are rumors about a Midnight Suns type of either mm. movie or show without Morbius. It'll just because they got Blade. They got Moon Knight. They still have Ghost Rider. You know, and so they they they, they have enough to, to do something epic in that kind of dark realm of like magic and sorcery, you know, they kind of gave us a little taste of that with um, the Darkhold and Scarlet Witch and the Darkhold before in Engine of Shield. I trust Marvel, Oof. man. They they do not need Morbius, man. <laughs> not at all. I can't wait to see that shit unfold. Yeah, like, That's going to be yeah. dope. If done for right. Some reason, like for some okay. reason, I saw like the fact that it flopped as a movie um, to make Sony even more open to Marvel. Like here, fine, use a character. Like we fucked it up. And Marvel's like, you know what? Fine, we'll use Morbius. You know what I mean? Like they want to make their money back on that character because I'm sure that was a hefty endeavor. They, uh, you yeah, know they, what I mean. They, they so could, it's like, they'll be more inclined. They, I guess in doing that, a la, um, using Green Lantern in Deadpool, where exactly, it's, it's a exactly. joke. Like <laughs> they, they could do that. Yeah. Have Deadpool versus Morbius or some shit. Oh my god, that'd be so dope. See, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. But hey, shit. All we could do is hope for the best, man. It's, Damn, the way you guys make that movie sound, I may never watch it. Hopefully, I get to see a Jared Little Morbius in the MCU some way, somehow. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. <laughs> All right, right. Folks. We got this. We talk some shit. We love some comics. Fucking love you guys. Till next time, mofos. This is Chaz. Yo, and this is Miguel. And out there, if you're watching, listening to us, Tell us, go to our Instagram account, Legion on Zoom, email us at Legion on Zoom at Gmail. I want to know if you saw Josh Trans Fantastic Four and you saw Morbius, 
What did you like more? We're going to have a poll on our Instagram soon and on Twitter too. So follow us so you can tell us what you think. I'll post it after we post the show. So yeah, go go to do it. And also, I want to know how it affected your quality of life after seeing each movie. Oh, it got worse. But yes, tell us, everybody else, yeah. how, how you're And, and I'm tempted that. to eventually do like a five, top five worst comic book movies of all time. I don't think we've done anything like Yo, that. Oh, let's do it. I am down for that torture. That'd be fun. <laughs> all right. This is Rod. Peace out. Deuces. Peace. Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chez, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Please subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Legion on Zoom.